and welcome to Meet the Parents, a podcast where I, Dean Rory, and my husband, Sean Haggerty, talk about the good, the bad, and the funny, and the parenting world and beyond. And today we are joined by OnlyFans creator, Megan O'Neill, making waves <laughs> in the oh. podcast industry. Um, how are you? How are you? Yeah. I'm alright, I'm dying yeah. to death, I'm sick. Why? I'm really, really sick, just a cold. You don't sound like you have a cold. Do you not? No. <coughs> You that, do know, you do I know. I don't know. That's a no. Yeah. You know, that was like, do you know when you ring in sick to work and you're like, I've broken my foot, but you're all, uh, uh, my foot's broken. You're like, why are you letting on you? So I gave a cold then. <laughs> you tend to do that, don't you? You turn yeah. into an actor. Well, you no, but you get on like you have a cold when you mm. ring in sick for work and you're like, that's not, I'm ringing in sick to say I have a migraine, but I've put on a cold voice. And then the worst thing you do as well is yeah. you say to them, I'll see how I am later on. I'll ring again. Yeah. And you have to do it all again a couple hours later. Do you know why I used to work on the makeup counters and I've, do you reckon Debenhams and all? Yeah. And absolutely should not have been there. Unwarranted. I should not, I've had no training. Should have been doing makeup. You can tell. Dead people's weddings and all. People came to Debenhams to get people came in the urban decay to get their <laughs> red makeup done. Imagine everybody at the bridal party sitting, you walking by, being like, "What the fuck?" And I done their makeup. Like I would love to see them wedding photographs now because like they would be a shit show. Um, but I remember ringing in sick because I was like a temp working there like a like a temp. Mm-hmm. You know, so you didn't have to actually. We well, did have to go in, but like, <laughs> whatever you could do what you wanted. Well, I did what I wanted is what I'm trying to say. And I rang in one time to say I had broken my foot. I'd fell, I'd fallen off the treadmill. I saw my knee and you know, I've fallen off the treadmill this morning, and I'm, I'll, I'll be, and maybe I'll be on later on. But you know, we'll have to see how this broken foot goes. And then they were like, well, obviously you can't come in for quite a while. Then if you've got a broken foot, and I was all, oh shit. Oh, so <laughs> you made it up? I made it up. Oh, for fuck. Yeah, but I said like I broke my fucking. Neil, I, I, but I know it's something so that's a bit really less like dramatic because then it's all I ah shit now. So I had to go back in and not get a cast, but I got bandages for, that were left over from Halloween when we did sexy skeletons and sexy skeletons, <laughs> <laughs> sexy zombies or something. <laughs> and I had to limp around Debenhams. How long did it go on for? Weeks? I think I was only this. Oh, I, I, I in a week. definitely had to do it for a weekend, and then maybe I had like a miraculous recovery. I maybe I fucking prayed to Jesus for and and, and the next week, and well, look at me, I'm working again. But I had to lump around <coughs> Debenhams, and I know I everybody, and they would have went, give it up, full of shit. We know you're lying. Do you know what I mean? Were you working with an actor one time who put a stone in their shoe? Yeah, because their part had the part of somebody with a limp. No, the part didn't have somebody with a lamp. Oh, he just made that up and he added thought, it to his character. Wouldn't it be fun if this part had a lamp? So he's put a stone in his shoe. Put a stone in his shoe. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, what you do is basically acting as well, isn't it? Uh, it is acting. Yeah. Isn't I mean, it? Uh, yes, it is acting. It's all acting. And I'm a shit actor. Right. So, <laughs> so don't subscribe then. <laughs> <laughs> um, for anybody who doesn't know, like OnlyFans, I think, is something that's still quite new to people. Like, it's been around it for ages. It is and it isn't. I suppose here in Northern Ireland, it is quite new because people are like, oh my God, what's OnlyFans? Over yeah. in the UK, they're just like, oh, this is a well life. Yeah, everyone yeah. does it. Uh-huh. But then also, but I think it's quite new to things outside of like adult content because now it's moving into other mm-hmm. genres as well. Mm-hmm. So for anybody who doesn't know, tell us what you do. Tell, tell us what your work is. So my work is the adult industry. So I do yeah. porn only fans. Um, that's what I do. I done glamour modelling years ago. So I've kind of always had my foot in the industry. Um, but then obviously I had babies, came away from it, mm-hmm. decided it wasn't for me. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I want to go back and I want to go into porn. So that's what I do on it. But you can do, like, it's artists are on it, yeah. boxers are on it. And like, some of the local boxers yeah, are on it. Yeah, and, like, you don't have to be doing porn. It's obviously just very, very renowned for porn. Were you doing porn before you had kids? No. Glamour modelling, mm-hmm. just? Yep. 
And so what was the length of time that was a break between you like doing glamour modeling and then going <clears throat> into So whenever porn? I had so I had my first child and I completely came away from the industry. I had this idea, you know, whenever people are like, you can't do that when you're, you know, a mom. your mum, you can't do that. And I had the stretch marks and on. Everybody loved to be like, oh, we can't do modelling. That's your modelling career over. Like, that's you done. Your body's ruined. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I believe you. Yeah. And then it took years. And then I went back to work, so I opened my own gym. And it was through that, through a meditation session, I was sitting and I was like, what would you do in life if you really could, you didn't have to worry about anybody? Yeah. And I was like, I would go back to the industry and I would go into porn because I always wanted to do porn. But then obviously got pregnant and I was like, no, I'm not obviously not going to do that. But then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go back into it and I'm going to do it. But you wonder what is it? What is it that is, because I have two kids as well. Mm. And what is it that when you become a mum, oh. that people just um, assume you're fucking done mm-hmm. for it's so many things? Mm. It's this fucking societal belief that, Women are literally just gonna be there for mums, and yeah. you have to leave you have to leave yourself behind and be there for everybody else, and be yeah. the forefront, and be like, you come last. Yeah, there's oh, this idea yeah. that you come last, yeah. and you can't look a certain way, and you can't dress a certain way because mm-hmm. you have these little people that, you know, you can't. It, it must be the patriarchy. It is the patriarchy. It, it, it's fucking it's, men. Into, so it's men. Yeah. Do you think anybody <laughs> that looks down there knows it? What you do as well. It's almost like religiously based. It's mm, massively. Do you find that? Yes, there's a lot of shame yeah. in sex. There's a lot, yeah. especially Christianity. Yeah. You Why know, is that? Why is that? See, I studied Christian. So I have my degrees in philosophy and psychology. So I went back and studied oh my Christianity. God. And this I'm, is so up my street. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy that you do psychology more than porn. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'll, I'll enjoy. I'll enjoy porn. Some for both of you, great. So yeah. So you you studied psychology. So I, yes. Yeah, and philosophy. So for the philosophy part of it, one of our um, elements to the degree was we went back and studied Christianity, the Virgin Mary especially, and Christianity. Like even from, that. Why the mm, fuck is she a virgin? So, we know, know you can't be a virgin. There, there was kids. only so Mary was only in the Bible eighteen times. Mm-hmm. She was only mentioned in the Bible. There is no. So there's obviously evidence to say that Joseph and Jesus and all lived. There's zero evidence to suggest that Mary ever lived or was ever a person. Mm-hmm. So what they believe or what you know anybody that isn't Christianity believes that it was made as a means to control, it's population control. So it was all this sort of idea that the Virgin Mary is what we sort of aspire to be, like yeah. this amazing, you know, selfless woman that just does everything and submissive and all mm. this sort of thing. So whenever I studied that, I was like, fuck, this goes like thousands of years back. This is mad. Mm. Like it's really deeply ingrained. So yeah, it's a lot, a lot of religious beliefs and the shame of being sexual. And like Lilith was like Adam and Eve's, this is like a witchy sort of thing. So Lilith is the demon of sexuality. She was Adam's equal. Mm-hmm. So she was Adam's first wife, but she wasn't made from Adam. She was Adam's first wife. This is what they say in Christianity. So she wanted to be equal. She was like, no, we are equal. But because she wouldn't submit to him, they banished her out. So then she became a demon. The same way Lucifer became a yeah, demon. Yeah, yeah. That's the way, that's where she started. So there's this whole belief that sexuality is shameful and it all comes from Christianity. And as you say too, it is control. Mm-hmm. It's just control. Complete and utter control. And because if the Catholic Church or Christianity <clears throat> in general can make something shameful, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. they could make eating popcorn shameful, mm-hmm. whatever it is, then they can use that against you mm-hmm. because yeah. you've now got shame. Yeah. yeah. They can so bribe you with it. That's Whenever. why they have confessions and stuff too, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Scientology is yeah. a big one too. Yeah. 
It's just I they have they you, they know your secrets yeah. if there's something that you can mm-hmm. be shameful about. So they've got something over you then. They've got yeah. this power. So it's all about you. control, and yeah. this is why me doing what I do, I notice it. I'm a very deep person, so I see behind the sort of shameful glances and the looking down the nose, and I go, "You're carrying so much shame, but mm-hmm. is it is it even your shame? Yeah, is it internalized misogyny? Is it in this internalized shame that you carry that isn't even your own? No, because like if I actually sat down with somebody that was very, you know, looking down their nose at me, I would deeply ask them very deep questions, and from there I would get a sort of answer mm. that isn't. They don't really know what it is they're disgusted mm. about. They've but almost even, just been brainwashed, haven't yeah, they? And they're just absolutely. Going with just this. This voice in their ear. Because, yeah, like, I went to a Catholic school. I yeah. was taught by nuns. We were all, you're going to go to hell. Like, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, you're going to hell. And, like, back in my mummy's day, like, they were scared. Yeah. Like, they were barred by the nuns. Because the problem, I think, begins with sex education in schools. Mm-hmm. It's non-existent. Non-existent. And even how, like, we talk about our body parts. Mm-hmm. Like, our two-year-old... She knows what her vulva is. Yep. She says the word vulva. Yep. We don't give her the wrong words to yep. use because the, what she can see that she pees out of is not her vagina. That's yep. the internal organ. That's mm-hmm. her vulva. So she'll but say, I didn't know that until about three years ago. Because they don't fucking teach it in school. Yep. Mm. I was all, why, what's the difference? Like, what's a vagina and what's a vulva? Literally, like, about three years ago. And yeah. I'm going, holy fuck. There was a story, I think, in England where this family taught their child that they're... Oh my god! I think the I know what you're saying. parts were called was it like New New Year's cookie? Was it cookie? Cookie, cookie, and um, just I'll tell the story for obviously anybody listening who hasn't heard it. And basically, she kept going into school saying about her uncle was like taking her cookie or touching her cookie Aye. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why now it is like it is so important. Like my brother went to see Barbie, and the the, the point of that was is that nobody picked up. It was until somebody said to the mum one time and the mum was then horrified and she contacted the police or whatever. But my brother even went to see Barbie and he took his nine, ten year old son. Yeah. And he was saying like they said the word penis and you're Mm -hmm. like but he has that, one. That's I what it's know. called. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. But then again, all, again, oh, you're winky and like, you're, oh yeah. And yeah. it's generational because it doesn't yeah. change. Because obviously, like, there's your brother who's like, I was going to say your age, but then you'd be twins. Um, but like, you know, he's like a couple of years younger and to still be weirded out by people just using anatomy. It's like saying earlobe. I know, but it's yeah. this sort of like, oh, shame. And the period thing as well. Like, my kids know all about periods. I have a girl and a boy. Yeah. And they all know about periods. They know about, they know about everything. Like, we're yeah. a sex positive household where of course. it's the vulva, it's the penis. Like, yeah. they have their own wee names for it, but they know their name. They yeah. know the name for it. Yeah. If they need to say it. So like, this, I know, it's all shame. Mm-hmm. It's all be a strange shame. How open are you with your children about what you do? So my wee boy is six and my wee girl's eight. So they are still quite young. Now my wee girl knows what OnlyFans is. She knows that it's a website. Now she doesn't know what sex is. She knows that sex is what happens when you have a baby. Yeah. It's penis and vagina. Now she doesn't know what actually happens because obviously she's not age appropriately explained to her. Exactly. She doesn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she thinks it's sexy pictures. Yeah. So she'll like, she's seen me in magazines and stuff because I have magazines in the house. And you know, like, there is no shame in the house if, like, I'm getting out of the shower and I'm naked. There's no, like, oh my God. Like, yeah. It's very, very normal and open in my house to just talk yeah. about whatever. So they know, my daughter knows, um, my wee boy couldn't give two fucks. He is yeah. so chilled out. He doesn't care. He's in his own wee world, just doing his own thing. Loves Sonic, loves mm. Roblox. He mm. doesn't care. But, like, I will be very open whenever they get to the age. Isn't it funny, even though, as you're saying about, like, getting out of the shower in the house and everyone being, like, body positive, that, like, when did we start wearing clothes? I know. Like, when did that happen? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and also, 
when did we start specifically wearing clothes to cover up certain bits? I had like this argument yesterday, yeah. Like somebody. we, like mm-hmm. you and I could go on, like to the beach, and I'd have, well, I didn't have to, but in most beaches, it's expected that it's I would a have a top on. It's modesty, it's modesty. And that you don't, yeah. but why? You've got I, bigger boobs than me. <laughs> <We're joking. laughs> that, that's, a, that's a that's an attack on myself and not Sean. Um, <laughs> by the way, but like, why can't you know what I mean? Like, why I are you yeah, like freezing it? Well, like, yeah. like, see, I yeah. had this I had this argument yesterday with a girl. Um, she was saying about how like she was on holiday and she seen these girls walking with sheer tops and their nipples were out and how this sort of like she has sons and how would she be able to give those girls respect and her sons? And I'm like, teach your sons, teach not your to, sons, teach yeah, your yeah, sons yeah, yeah. not to objectify. I was like, yeah. if I seen a girl. With nipples, I'd be going, oh, okay. Like, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was like, but it's this idea that you have, so, oh, you're modest. Right? And I'm like, but what if a man walks about and he's got his nipples out? Mm-hmm. And we went on to discuss how she was like, you know, your your breasts are sexual. I was like, no. I was like, I'll stop you there. I was like, they're secondary sexual organs. Because yeah. she was trying to say, well, what about men just walking about naked with their penis out? I was like, but. But your toes can be sexy. Yeah, I was People like. People find toes sexy. Men, mind, we but... don't walk away about with our vaginas out. I was like, because they are our primary sexual organs, fair enough. But I was like, your breasts are secondary. Mm-hmm. I was like, we've sexualized them. Yeah. yeah. I was like, they were, they're for feeding children. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, I fed mine. I was like, I fed mine too. Yeah. I was like, and they are sexual, but they're secondary. Yeah. I was like, it's only if we have this perception that they're sexual. But as yeah. you say, your toes could be fucking sexy. That's I mean, any mm. bit of you can be sexual. If you can think it, someone's wanking it. Yeah. But look at I mean? the religions around the world too, where they're, the female is completely covered from head yeah. to toe, apart from her eyes. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Does yeah. that mean like when she takes her off hair? Her hair's sexy. Do you know, like, everything's like, yeah. oh, geez. And like, I don't know enough about that. Yeah. To be to like past comment on it, but it so for that woman's husband, she can have all that off, and I don't want to be disrespectful towards like Muslims or anything. Obviously, I don't know enough about it, but I always I just wonder why why is your husband allowed to say it, not other people? It feels a wee bit like mm. it's complete man control, control. isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's it in control, and but in Muslim countries, like they are very women are treated like shit. You know, women can't drive and they can't go to university yeah. and they can't. It's a very fucking far back. Yeah. But we were all like that. Yeah. Until women's rights came in and was like, no, not enough. Yeah. So like we were all oppressed. Yeah. Like we were, and they still are in Muslim countries. Like obviously I'm, I'm Buddhist, so I don't agree with anything. Well, not that I don't agree. I can see different, but like that there, Muslim hmm. covering up and all is a fucking pile of shite in my eyes. It's it's. I mean, I don't know it's enough mad. about it either, but it's mad that like you I'll can. I'm for saying that, but no, you won't. But, you, but like you can, like where your husband can see it all, but not somebody else. And then it's not really your choice, is it? It's like the, everyone, everyone's like that. So it's a bit weird. And mm-hmm. um, somebody had said a, a comment under something, a, a one of our clips recently, and it was me talking about um, get, kissing my daughter's finger when she just got shit on it. And like, I like was all now going to literally be tasting shit all day. And someone had commented below going like, oh, I hope your daughter doesn't get bullied when she's older while you're talking about her online because obviously we have a podcast that we talk lots about parenting and I don't post my kids' faces or pictures online but I talk about them because they're my stories and they're your stories. They're human beings, do you know what I mean? And then I I was really affected the rest of the day going, am I worried? I'm worried now about talking because I saw because I... But like, do you feel like that with your with your work? So I always get the question, what about your kids? What about your kids? What about your kids? And what if they get bullied and stuff? And I have to be very you know, PC when I come on to podcasts and be like, oh, you know, I'll deal with it. But like, for a bit, I'm a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> fucking annoy my child, you're dead. No, but honestly, um, I'm very much like, the onus isn't on my, me to protect my kids from getting bullied. It's on, it's on the other parents. Make sure your child's not a fucking bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Why would your children get bullied? Oh, because like, I'm a porn star and because you're Sean, not such a disgrace. Uh, right. Our, I, like, I even had this conversation with Paddy Raff recently and as well, talking about... 
because obviously we had our kids through IVF and he was like, are you worried if your kids don't know about that when they're older? And I was like, actually, I never even thought about that because it's like one chunk in the arm are different, mm-hmm. like something different. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean any different. Kids in school, yeah. if you're, I remember, remember, there was a wee boy in my class at Crunch Corner Yogurts. And we called him fucking yucky yogurt fella for years. <laughs> I fucking love a crunch <laughs> corner. So pretty, eh? Especially being you know on their class. Like anything slightly different yeah. to everyone else. So I, so I think we says, oh Jesus, people might think our kids are robots or something because they're no, bit, not at all. But you know, like that's the thing. One thing different, and if, mm-hmm. if your if your mum has a job that's so different from everyone else's mums, you you be like worried yeah, that like because like, kids do bully. I was bullied. I was bullied all my life for being small. Like, and I never, I look back now and realise it was bullying. Back then, I didn't take it on as bullying. I thought it was just, it was just the way we were. Like, Irish people are fucking brittle. Like, we're all really brittle. So Scottish, mm. like, we all can take the hand out each other. Yeah. So I was very much like, oh, it wasn't until I got older and I was like, fuck, I really was bullied. Like, it didn't affect me in the way that, like, I was, you know, like, bullying is awful. Like, I'm completely against bullying. If I ever found out my kids were bullying anybody, I would go mad. I'd be awful. the first yet to be like, no. But, like... Who gives a fuck what anybody else says? Like, yeah. and I know that it's very easy for me to say that, but I've built really resilient kids, and mm. all the shit that I've went through in life has built me to be really resilient. And I'm like, you'll be that. You'll, you know, I'll be there with you if, if you're getting bullied, no matter what your what it is. The reason to get bullied, like yeah. my mummy and daddy weren't in the industry, and I get bullied. Exactly. Like your, your, your There'll be something. Wasn't his man dad weren't porn stars and he got bullied. I know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Probably were. Fuck corners. Fucking love to be. Oh, I love a, I would love one. But Jean. Can I ask a question, right? Yes. Feel free to say you don't want to answer or whatever, but in terms of mental health, mm-hmm. how was your mental health before you started in the industry? Mm-hmm. Because obviously it's something that you always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Did your mental health get better when, you, when it started or was it bad to start off? Was so... It, before, um, I don't know if you know my backstory, but like I've went no. through, I've had it a lot. I've had a colourful life. Like my brother was murdered um, whenever I was 21. He was 25. I, you know, I self-harmed growing up. I was very, but obviously now I can see it was undiagnosed ADHD. Um, but like I wow. was like 18, the doctors were like, get on antidepressants. And I went on them for a year at 18, come off them. was like, no, I had my wild days of partying and whatever else. And obviously had the kids and settled down. But my mental health was awful because I, I knew who I wanted to be, but I knew that I was so suppressed. Like, I was yeah. suppressing who I really wanted to be because, like, I was in a relationship I didn't want to be in. I was doing the right thing by society. Yeah. I was having the kids. I was rearing them. I was a stay-at-home mum. I was putting everything into them. And it was the last 20, 21, 2022, like, I had the worst two years of my life. I genuinely didn't think I would get out of 2022. I was considering, like... Even though I was considering suicide, I knew I couldn't because of the kids, so I wouldn't leave them. But I was very much like I felt trapped then. Mm. I was like, I know I can't die because I know that they need me and I can't be selfish and go. But I also don't want to fucking be here and I Mm. hate this. And I meditated. As I said, I was in a meditation session and I had to be, I had to, I went through really intense therapy and stuff for like the trauma. I was a child of sexual sexual abuse as well. Um, so like I had to go through all of that to really deal with all of that. Yeah. And whenever I got to a place of I've dealt with it all, so I I done EMDR therapy. I so did I. Oh my god, it's amazing! Mm-hmm. Absolutely life changing. Mm-hmm. So whenever I went through all that, I changed everything. Every I was feeling better, but again, there just well, something wasn't right. I yeah. was like, I'm not doing in life what I want to do. Like I had this deeper feeling of like you're still not where you're supposed to be. And I knew I didn't want the gym. I had my own female in the gym. I was the owner. I was the coach. And I was powerlifting. I was champion. And I was had all these really successful things. And I was like, no, none of this is bringing me any joy. I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. This is somebody else's dream for me. 
So I sat in a meditation session and I went to myself, like, if you didn't have to weigh the, wor- the weight of the world's opinions, what would you do? And I just came back to porn. I was mm-hmm. like, I know that I've always wanted to go into the industry. Mm-hmm. And it came, I made sure that I went th- I went through it all with my therapist and we discussed it. You know, it wasn't just a whim. I yeah, went, of oh, course. fuck it, I'm going to go into OnlyFans because it looks like good money. Yeah. It was, I actually want to take the active steps to go into the industry because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I really analysed it and psychoanalysed it and really psychoanalysed myself. Like, that's what my degree's in. So I was like, is this from a place of damage? Because we have this idea that if somebody's in the industry, they're damaged. Yeah. They've mm-hmm. daddy issues. Like, I have a great... Daddy, like yeah. my mum and daddy are still together, never any issues there. Uh, he's my biggest support. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no daddy issues. There's no, none of this, like you're damaged. It's, I actually just want it to be in the industry. Was there ever a connection made by anyone to you being a victim <clears throat> of sexual abuse? There's never been. Obviously, I made that connection. I went through it myself and was like, is this why? I know that in the industry, when something like that does happen, you are sexualized from a very young age. So I knew that that would have changed my perception slightly almost placed value on your sexuality massively yep so sexuality to me is a big thing would that have been the sort of thing that changed so that i i don't know because i was seven so i don't remember before but all i know is that i am who i am now and whether it did or it didn't it's made me the person i am so i don't regret any of it there's no shame around it so to answer your question my mental health after is literally on top of the world as soon as I decided to be who I wanted to be, life just changed. Yeah. Things just started snowballing. I became more successful because it was easy and everything was just kind of aligning where I needed to be. It's so admirable for somebody who has kids to finally put themselves first. Mm-hmm. It really is because that's so too. hard to mm-hmm. do that. And mm-hmm. also everyone benefits. This yeah. is do you know what it. I mean? When I was depressed, this is the thing as well, Like I was depressed for two years. And the people that are worried about my kids, you know, they weren't... I was suicidal. You just weren't coming in worried about my kids then. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? It's, yeah. Once I became, yeah. once I became really successful... Once I became really successful... suffer too, sorry, Massively. Don't they? Like, Absolutely. Because you know, I was like a two in the past when I just was really down all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I, I'm supposed to be putting my kids first, but... How can you? You're supposed you to put yourself first. 100%. Because if you're not right, They're not how are your right. kids mm. going to be you right? They're not getting the best of you, you know? You yeah. can't pour from an empty cup. And that's what I always say too, 100%. So you have to do... I always tell people, I'm like, it's not selfish. I'm like, you have to do what makes mummy or daddy happy so that you can pour into your kids so you've got more time and patience and happiness for them because Mm -hmm. because like you know as much as you don't want to none of us want to admit it as parents you can become really resentful of parenthood when you are not getting to do anything I wrote a blog piece on how I hated motherhood yeah because it was like I was at home all day I had a partner at the time I was at home all day you know he was getting the best parts of them he was getting to be fun time daddy and I was just like I'm drained, yeah. like I'm emotionally, like I was in a really abusive, rela- mentally abusive relationship at the time and I was just drained and I was like, I hate this. And I did write a blog piece on why I hated motherhood Aye. and I was really open and honest and I, I'm very open and honest to a fucking my own detriment. No, but you need to be because there's, I, I, I'm very open it. and honest about it too and, and show mm-hmm. Sean about how like it, it is 90% shite. Like, oh, it's awful. The day in, day out it's of it is. shite. Who can enjoy wiping arses all day? <laughs> Relentless. Oh, I love this. Fuck off. You're lying. No, Don't talk shite. It's wild. Like, Sean had an episode not that long ago where there was like six shits in a row and now the bath and had to keep refilling the bath it's and then she would awful. shit in the bath and he'd take her out. Oh, it's awful. And it was just one of those ones you're like, is this from a fucking movie? Like, it is just... <laughs> So silly. Absolutely awful. I think if you did what Megan did and did porn, (laughs) (laughs) we'd be driving a nicer car. No. Which one? (laughs) I think if you sat down the way Megan did and and did like a 
like tried to have an epiphany moment. Would mm-hmm. you say it was like yeah, a hundred percent? Yeah. Do you know like what exactly should I be doing in my life? Yeah. Mm. You would not be doing what you're doing right now. Podcasting. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, know, I think I you I would. I think there'd be dramatic changes yeah. to yeah. how you what you do with your. Yeah. I don't think mine's would be much different, but I do yeah. think because I think with what you're saying with you with my upbringing as well, it was like I was told what to do all the time. It was the Catholic guilt as yeah. well in your household. And yeah. then once I got to a certain age where I had my first child at twenty, mm-hmm. it was like right away you go and have a child, and it's like I still feel like a child. Yeah. I'm being. I'm almost like have this ideology in my head that I'm just going to be told what to do throughout life yeah. do you know what I mean and then whenever you come away from that you're like who am I Exactly. nobody's yeah. telling exactly. me what to do whereas I went from childhood into Parents. being a parent yeah. and then when my kids started getting old enough where I could get a bit of my life back or mm-hmm. figure out who yeah. I am I came along oh. this woman kids. came along with oh, IVF and we had another two kids I so it's almost that. like I'm going to be 60 <laughs> having kids before yeah, yeah. and I'm like I'll never know who I am you'll have grandkids I and you'll be like oh, oh my god I know, I know we were like because obviously like Sean's eldest is now 21 and 20 20 sorry and we like any if he's also from Lurgan so by now we should be grandparents my son should be a grandparent <laughs> yeah. I remember actually before I had kids because I had my daughter when I was 31 walking around Lurgan going I feel like the only the only woman my Jerry age who has mother. no grandkids <laughs> oh, at this age mm-hmm. uh, but I do think I think, I think you should meditate then. Yeah. Do you think that's what it is? Meditation? What's for the other me, thing? Because um, you're a Buddhist then, the... so that's meditation. So, uh, yeah, so thing. we do, uh, I do a lot of meditation. Um, what were you going to say, sorry? Is, is it MDR? EMDR. So EMDR. That's for like trauma. Yeah, so it's for like trauma. It's at rapid eye movement. Um, it goes in and just basically reshapes and reforms the way you Think, your memories yeah your memories and stuff it is, it's very very dark very hard like I had a very I would say it was the dark night of the soul it was a spiritual awakening where like I woke up to kind of seeing people again I obviously am but I'm quite spiritual and stuff so I woke up to seeing people who for who they were mm. and I kind of realised that everybody I had surrounded myself with wasn't good enough for me in terms of they all had these like sly sort of like darker personas that I hadn't originally seen Mm. and I was like you don't have the best what's best for me in your heart so I actually ended up meeting my bestest friends when I was say 28 and upwards like Mm. I have my lifelong friends but like my best friends come in when I decided to kind of turn my life around and now like they're my bestest friends are they people who work in the same industry no completely like some of my friends don't even they hate what I do Mm -hmm. they're like the opposite like there's one of my friends we always joke about it like she's like I'm so frigid (laughs) <laughs> like mm. and you're out there doing porn, like Ugh, I can think of nothing worse. But isn't that? But then that's like, like I, you know, I have a conversation with my accountant sometimes. He's all oh, I can't imagine getting on stage and making making people yeah. laugh, and I was all oh, I can't imagine counting all day. Yeah, mm. you know it's, I mean? it's like, mad how <laughs> it's the same think, thing. You yeah. think there's this ideology though around porn too, where people just think, especially when it's a woman, that they wake up in the morning and they're like, "Fuck, I'm hungry for dick." Do you know, like, I, like that's all it yes. is. Whereas people in relationships yeah. could be having more sex. What are the misconceptions? Someone yeah. who works in porn, but. Yeah, what are the misconceptions then that you get all the time from people who use, what do they assume yeah, like of you? Slut. That love you just dick. love riding. <laughs> just love riding the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, I only ride for work. Yeah. Like, literally, I don't even have sex outside of work. Like, yeah. work is literally the only place I have sex. And the big misconception is that it's lethal. It's not. It's not fucking sexy. Like, behind the scene is not sexy. No. And it's acting too, isn't it's it? It's acting. So, like, as I was saying at the start, like, I'm a shit actor. Like, I, I love the porn part because obviously I'm, I'm good at that. But see the bit before it where you're, like, talking. No. Like, I done a fake taxi scene recently. And I had to jump in and I was all, like, it was with a fella Andy. I was like, Andy, what am I going to say here? Like, and 
it was so cringe, but like we had, it was fucking pure cringe. You're like, oh, oh, you were on my massive cock, show me your dick. <laughs> like it's like, for fuck's sake, it's oh my God. And then you go out and you're like, oh, that's so cringe. Like even watching it back to edit, I'm like, oh. But that's the fun because I talk about a bit in stand up about like Northern Irish porn because obviously our accents are mental. All right, lad. They're so natural. So it's It's fucking awful, I know. He's from Dublin and it was fucking, it was just, he was obviously, his accent's better. I'm so, oh my God, you're Andy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Who scripts all this? Or is we it do it. It's all oh. improvised. <laughs> it's all improvised. Yeah, you can. Some porn obviously is scripted. Yeah. I can be fucked. I've learned lines. I made it up. What? <laughs> Fuck off. Away, I'd be gone. Yeah. If I had to learn lines, it would be fucked. So I just What a boner kill. My... Mm. Learning lines. Mm-hmm. Imagine if I, oh, I just can't. How long cut? Can we go again? Yeah. No, I'm like a one take person. I kind of get everything one take, which mm-hmm. is really, really good. But like, there is people that you work with will. Start laughing like in my. I done a scene with the Jamaican after I done the Shane Todd podcast, and they were trying their hardest, him and the videographer, to make me laugh during the scene. And I was like, nope. I was like, and they were like, I bet you any money you're gonna laugh. I was like, nope. And they were trying their hardest, and I was like, no. So was this? In the, do you mean the scene before it, or like the whole thing during a during a scene? During uh, sex, they're trying yeah, to make you they're laugh. They're trying to make me laugh. Yeah, they do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Script it. I try material out on her. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know if it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a laugh during the ride. <laughs> um, that so that so so you improvise all about to start off with, but do you mm-hmm. talk about like this as the characters we're playing? Yeah, and what a, scenes we're gonna do, and we'll is stop. the sex choreographed beforehand? Well, is in like, like is it like showing? this is no like it's a like dick. Family. No, but like, do you know? Is in like, is the sex? Because I've done sex scenes for brilliant. Sh- not not actual penetration. Yeah, obviously, like, but, but like, they're like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've done two. One was yeah. a funny one, and Implied, one wasn't. Yeah. And the funny one's obviously better because it's obviously like funny sex, mm-hmm. and then no one's cringing because it's just yeah. like we're actually like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And you're like clothes, so like no yeah. one sees your bits. Um, but like, it's so thought out. It's mm-hmm. like you know hand touches yeah. here and a movement there and the camera no it's not as bad as that it's just kind of like right we need this scene so you'll get in like you'll do your kissing scene or you could do like a scene that's obviously not at the very end but like a scene say you need to do doggy so you'll do it first but then you'll go back to the very start it's literally like movies it's like you don't go follow no a way. full yeah sometimes it's like that sometimes if somebody's using a set you'll be like right I need that set but I'm going to do this scene first and then we'll go over and it's like back and forth it is literally it's just technical. like a movie yep mm-hmm. And it's all lighting and it's all right cut. We need to do this. Or How long does it take? Hours. Like, it will be hours on the set. Mm-hmm. Wow. But that's all. Like, I was telling my mummy about it. I was like, mummy, the porn's only a wee small bit. Like, you do all your, nowadays, so it's social media. Like, you do all your content first. You do your photo shoots. You do your TikToks. You do your Instagram reels. You do all that. You have your crack. Porn's literally the smallest bit of it. But obviously, that's a bit that sells. Yeah, 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 of course. You do all your advertising first. So in terms of actual sex mm-hmm. what's the difference between like for you if you mm-hmm. don't mind me asking again of you having like personal sex personal sex <laughs> work sex in a relationship and work sex how, how do you differentiate or what are the differences you see I'm very good at detaching so I've always been able like I've always been like a lad where the girls that all my friends are like they have sex with somebody they get attached whereas I'm yeah. just like mm, see you later bye like never yeah. um I think As that's I say, a hormonal thing. Do you think so? <coughs> no, no, I, I, um, I'm pretty certain it is, but I've oh, yes, no is. science I, to back it up now. Yes, that is actually. <laughs> there's, no, like a, there's a so hormone that's So there's a that's hormone released that's in a released in a woman to have them attached. So it could be oxytocin. Yeah. I wonder, is that the hormone? Um, but I have read that as well. Yeah. Um, 
I, I mean, it depends must... how good the ride is, but well, that's it. That, how much oxytocin? <laughs> yeah, right, well, it was good. Like you're like, I love you. You know, like I love you. I have my babies. <laughs> but um, I've actually spoke about this so many times with people because they're like, how do you differentiate like between? Mm-hmm. And it's literally like, I'm not going to say you're not turned on in the porn sex, but because obviously it feels it feels good and you're doing it and it's great and all the rest and there is obviously some of the actors that you are sexually attracted to yeah. some of them you're not but it's a romantic sort of emotional connection with somebody so as I said like I don't sleep with people outside of work like I only now have like I don't have any relationships mm-hmm. I literally go to work come home is I that do, a conscious decision? yeah like so I, is that forever? not forever but while you're in the industry? not even while I'm in the industry because I wouldn't mind having a partner in the industry it's just I haven't I'm not looking yeah. And anybody that's kind of presented to me, I, my guts just went, no. And, like, they've kind of... I've let a couple of people in and they've changed very quickly. Like, they're all like, oh, I'm OK with the porn thing. Then they get in, like, a month oh, later. They're, they're like, not. I'm not OK with not, it. Yeah. And then I'm just like, right, cut you dead in the water, like, see you later. Do you think it'd be much easier to be in a relationship with somebody who Is in, also does porn? Yeah, it would yeah. because they'd understand it. And because you would... Do you, do you think you'd ever get any sense of jealousy with their work? Yes and no. Like, I'm not a very jealous person. I think I'm more jealous of... I think I would be more... I've never been in this situation, but, like, I'm not going to pretend that people that are polyamorous don't get jealous, because yeah. they do. Yeah. But you work with it differently, and you're mm-hmm. very open about it, and you're transparent. Would you class that as polyamory? You, mm, not really, because mm-hmm. you can be monogamous in the porn industry, yeah. and you can just go to work and do your own thing. But I do know a lot of the ones in the industry are polyamorous. Yeah. Um, it just works better for it does them. Just, I'm sure yeah. it does, yeah. And it's the same as, like, if, if Sean makes somebody laugh, I'd be all... <gasps> fuck you Big worship they make you laugh <laughs> <laughs> I'm like who's that bitch who the fuck bitch yeah. Do you, you fuck your shoes are stinking anyway I love her there you go <laughs> um, so what is the what are the what are the boring things like I know you said there's like, is there like an admin day like, do you know? Yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even on a Monday, you're like, oh, I have emails to respond yeah, to. Yeah, so I like, have a lot of obviously a lot of people finances to. Yeah, so I have an accountant. Thank fuck, but like, I I do my own self assessment. I done my own self assessment and then just sent it off. Fucking charge me three hundred pound. I don't myself. I know. I'm all what? The what fuck? But that was on me. I know. Putting it through. I'm fuming. I'm all. I. That's not good. Yeah, but it's, that was last year when I had the gym. Next year's gonna be my year that is gonna be through the roof attacks. Mm. Disgusting. It's dirty, Worst isn't it? Mm. Makes me sick. Get a sneaky accountant. Say fuck all. Then I'm dirty one. We'll give you a name. <laughs> oh, good. Find somebody who subscribes and then hold them to it. And be like, here. <laughs> I know shit about way. you. Save me. I've seen your deck. I'm gonna send it to everybody. Move things around. <laughs> yeah, because surely there is almost like a confidentiality agreement. Mm-hmm. Almost is there? Yeah. With OnlyFans, because well, I, I do know a few people that are on it, but like I would never say who they mm-hmm. are. Like yeah, I've, thank I've, you. I find means a lot. Also, thank you. <laughs> I, there's there is like, but I just would never say I'm the sort of person. But like I am trustworthy. One, I forget everything. So if you tell me something, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But two, I just I have no time for drama. I wouldn't be mm-hmm. doing dating drama. I hate fucking hate drama. Do you see if somebody is subscribed to your content, right? Mm-hmm. Did I see you say before that you do mostly solo stuff for your content, or is that now changed? That's changed. So for people that you work with, you said you work with some boy Andy, mm-hmm. and is that on your only only fans? Mm-hmm. 
And then, well, how do you split that? Do you split that? Like, so what happens is we do content the content. So we mm-hmm. content share. So we'll do the content and then he can use it and I can use it. Now, Andy's, um, for men in the industry, it, they're most, not a lot of females are going to subscribe. It's mostly men. Mostly gay men, yeah. Yeah, so his, um, his sort of target audience is gay men. So it's not really straight girls. It's gay men. So then so does he have to provide... Really, so those... He'll, he'll, he'll do gay content? Yeah. Aye. He does all the gay content. Um, he, You know, he might put up our stuff. He might not. He might use it. He might not. Like, I'm sure he probably will at some point because he kind of likes to keep it a balance. But, yeah. like, mostly does gay porn. So then that's... Is he straight? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I going to say. So then obviously he almost have to just put his, like, gay work hat on and then just, so, like... So men in the industry have to go down the gay route. They've, yeah. they've no choice then? They do and they don't. I mean, Johnny Sins... Obviously, does straight porn, and he only does you straight say porn. Obvious. I don't know who Johnny Sins. Do you not? Do you know who Johnny Sins <laughs> no. is? Wow! Oh my life. I turn around, Chonzo. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely. No. Um, is he? Is he really? So he's, no. He's American. He is like the dog's balls when it comes to porn. He is like the daddy. Okay. So I'm actually going to collab with him. I met. I'm. I slid into his DMs. <laughs> she oh, really? Almost like, almost <laughs> like, hey, do you want to work with me? Because he followed me on Instagram and Twitter, and I was all. Oh, Oh my god, I want to work with you. And does he live in America? Mm-hmm. So you're going to go there? Yeah, so he travels. He was in Europe. Um, I think he's back in America now. So I'm He's gonna what? Tra- he's back ba- in America. Sorry, I thought he said he's banging an American. And I was like, that's So you're so this is so what's the dream then? Is it to travel and work? Or is it like to is it money? Mm, obviously the money's a byproduct, a very good byproduct for it, but for me, I just want to set my kids up. Yeah, I just want to give them a platform. Like my wee girl, um, I don't show them on social media or anything like that. I'm very, very protective of them. Uh, my wee girl's absolutely stunning. Like when she was a baby, I was asked. She was asked a model, mm-hmm. and I said no, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want to make money off it. Just felt wrong. But like she does want to be a model, mm-hmm. and I know that the sort of the platform that I'm gonna like, I ain't, I ain't gonna be Chris Jenner of the fucking Unreals. Yeah, I'm gonna be like momager. So I'm all. I'm making this so that you don't have to do the shit. So you'll have a platform to step onto. Yeah. Because she does want all the sort of the glamour and the fame and like ah, she's gonna go far. Yeah. She really is my wee boy again. Can't give a fuck. Yeah. He's just like well, He's I'm happy enough Sonic. to fucking draw Sonic and play it. And that's Are it. you happy for her to to come onto porn as well? If she wanted to, yeah, hundred percent. Him or her both want to because I see no no issue with it. Because do you, so do you feel completely and this is probably a really ignorant question safe in that world. Massively. I would say that the porn industry is probably the best and most safe safeguarded yeah, mm. industry I've ever been in. Ever been in. It's probably safer than women in comedy. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah. There's not here. Here's More recently, yeah. it's been okay, I think, but yeah, it has been quite sort of toxic and quite. Really? See, yeah. it's the thing I remember I seen a fella, um, it was a few years, good, good few years ago now, actually, and my, one of my friends is really funny. And he met us on the beach, or she met us on the beach, and he turned around to her and was like, girls can't be funny. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? I know. So you're a born cunt, fuck that. I'm always so asked in interviews DMs. about, I know, make them <laughs> <I'm> laugh. funny. <laughs> um, and like about like what advice would you give to like your younger mm-hmm. self or your daughter, just mm-hmm. like that sort of thing. And I always say, never be afraid to be funny. Because mm-hmm. when I grew up, and when you grew up too, I'm sure, it was like the girls just all stood, like sort of looking nice, and the mm-hmm. guys clowned about. And I remember looking oh, at them see, going... I was the tomboy, I was in the, in the middle of all the guys. See, of the, course it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God, Sashi's party. Woo. I can make money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, this is great. 
But it was well, for, for me and my friends, it was very much like the boys would like have the crack and be funny and the girls were just like, didn't have the confidence to be the funny person there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it took me days yeah. older to be like, Fucking, if you think of something funny, say it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it goes back to this whole society patriarchal thing. Mm. The girls have to be seen as being proper. And yeah. girls can't be funny and they can't be this and they can't be that. And boys can be boys, but girls yeah. you have to be daily like. Yeah. I you hate can't. that saying boys will be boys. I or, hate that too. Well, I got, what do you expect? That's boys for you. I got my wee boy a t shirt that said boys will be and then boys was stroked out and it was like um I can't remember what it said after that, but it was something like fucking nice. care and thoughtful, Aye. respectful, yeah. all those yeah. things. It yeah. was like, no, what the Because it comes back to like what you were saying earlier too. I think one of the most important things people can do now is raise boys well mm-hmm. because let's be honest those are where the problems are mm-hmm. 100% and consent is the big yeah. word mm-hmm. that's one of the first things that people raising boys need to teach yeah. their their kids yeah. like I, I would say to people about like toxic patriarchy and stuff and, and men do get very angry about it and that's all not all men this they shout this yeah, and course. I'm like but I, I, I'm a big feminist and as soon as I say that people are like you hate men and I'm like no I love men yeah. I was like I have a son I have a dad I have brothers like you know I love them yeah. but patriarchy doesn't serve men it's yeah. like we want the world to be a better place for men so, patriarchy is, is not just for oh men need to do this and blah but men are better and all. it fucking kills men mm. they're committing suicide the suicide mm. rates in men are, are much higher in females because of patriarchy yeah. so it's killing men as well it's this idea that you can't be soft and you can't have emotions that's all from patriarchy as well yeah. so it's like even though I'm a feminist people are like straight away you hate men I'm like no I'm actually fighting for men's rights as yeah. well to be soft to be emotional to be themselves and even that saying be soft what the fuck is that all I about? Is that you know, yeah. Mean, you know? Like, so it all comes back to this idea that we have our roles. I think it's just like <laughs> lots of old people just need to die out, and then yeah, yeah. and then we'll eventually like not have people who have yeah. those old. <laughs> But that's views. how people are going to... Like, imagine what it's going to be like in 50 years. It's yeah. going to be... People are going to wait for us to die out before... Yeah. I said to my mum... more... Was it my mum or my daddy? I can't remember. It was one of them. The other day, we were talking about it. And I turned around and was like, aye, but, like, you'll die soon. Nobody will care. Like, yeah. you're, you're, a, you're a fucking <laughs> thought process. will be away. See you there, bye. I said to Sean mm. at the end of every day. <laughs> soon you'll be dead. Soon you'll be dead. <laughs> None of this will matter. Um, no, but it's like I even remember... Um, our, so we've, our, our wee boys, eight months, actually, the other day, and then our Aww. wee girls, too. And she was talking about painting fingernails, and she was sitting about our wee boys called Rocky, and she's like, I'll paint Rocky's fingernails. And whoever was there was like, no, boys don't have painted Sweet. nails. And I no, immediately was like, fuck? yes, they do. I, and yeah. they looked at me and went, oh, is that what we're doing? What did I say to her the other day as well about the dress? About Rocky? No, she says, I says about a dress. I was all, oh, that was my dress when I was a wee boy. And she goes, no, boys don't wear dresses. And I was like, some boys do. Yep. And she went... Some boys do wear dresses, and I was like, "Yeah, some boys feel comfortable wearing a dress, and they like wearing dresses, so they That's wear dresses." That's so frustrating, though, because we've never taught her that I'm, boys don't wear I'm dresses. The exact mm. So where's she getting that? My big girl come out with things like that, and I'm like, I'm "No, no." I'm like, no, no. Like, I'm very progressive and yeah. I'm very forward thinking, and I'm like, she'll come out with things like she said something about somebody being gay, and it was almost as if she transported me back twenty years, yeah. and I was like. Is this, like, I'm a bi castle and I'm going, oh, God, it has to be further on than this. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this really the way it is? So I had to sit down and t- discuss it with her. And she was yeah. like, no, I know that. She was like, but in the ones in the class, they'll, like, find it funny. And I'm like, that's so strange. People can yeah. be gay. It's not, the default isn't straight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was so long ago before we yeah. knew. Because even this morning, like, we were talking about, like, some people, we were talking about having, like, two mummies and two daddies. Mm-hmm. What, what was that conversation we had in the winter this morning? Um, it was, 
Did you so as soon as she gets up at seven o'clock in the morning, I'm like, right, today, non-binary. Let's go. <laughs> Gender fluid. Yeah. Today, the topic is, but this morning it was about like, some people have two mummies and some people, have, oh, mm-hmm. I know what it was. I was doing her hair and she was whinging and I like, was like, her hair and I was all, some kids aren't even lucky enough to have a mummy who wants to do plaits in their hair. And then Sean was like, so, Sean went dark. I was all, some kids don't even have mummies. And I was all, whoa. Like, and, then he, next. And, then, and then he went, some kids have two. And I was like, nice cover oh, up. Yeah. Went, See if that. Yeah. yeah. Went from orphan to fucking two, two mums. Yeah. So speaking of parents and stuff, for parents who have not, I'm not, I don't want to say children, but their children, like who are old enough to get into the industry, what advice could you give them to help them be accepting of the world they're going to and also to support their career choice understand that it's not shameful and in a hundred years we will all be dead and none of this will matter I always keep that at the forefront of my mind if if that's what your child wants to do you have to you're either going to accept it or you're not it's this sort of thing that maybe even still today that if you're gay some parents disown you some parents don't you know it's like if you love your child and you want the best for them the worst thing you can do is turn your back on them yeah. no matter what so if, if they want to go into the industry just make sure they, they do it safely so make sure do your research make, yeah. if you want to support them if you're going to support them and be the parent you need to support your child whatever they decide to do unless they want to be a murderer like other than that yeah. you know like you're going to support them even then some people do need deaded no more joking <laughs> <laughs> On a life, well, yeah. Um, but that's the thing when, it, like, you know, there was a time when women weren't even allowed to run the marathon. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Do you I know what I mean? This. Yeah. And there was, and there, there was a time where if you, you know, had epilepsy, you were burnt at the stake because they thought you were a witch. <laughs> yeah. There was a time when you were it's diabetic, mad. you were dead because they didn't have insulin. It's the same you say it's in in a, in a mm-hmm. time again. It'll be like. Do you remember when like people couldn't do porn? That was mad. You see, my thing is that I know I'm going to be the first in Northern Ireland that really brings this you, sort I of to the so. forefront. Mm. And I don't know anybody that's came before me. So I know that in a way I am the trailblazer for it. And I also take that role really, really serious. Mm. Because I'm like, I will take all the shit for it. Because hopefully it will pave a different path for people. Are there many other ones, but they're anonymous? Is that the bit of it? There's a lot of girls that do OnlyFans and there's ones that, you know, are very open about it. Um, But again, they want to stay anonymous because of the shit that they get. And I hope that me showing that you really don't need to take it on board that much Mm. is going to pave the path to go, fuck this, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. But I also want to change the way, like the rights here in Northern Ireland, like the laws, we have no laws to protect us. You know, like Mm. if our content's leaked, it's leaked, that's it. You know that. Same for comedians. It's absolutely awful. There's no equity. There's, yeah. there's no, no like, yeah, you lose money. Um, if you want to, it's a civil matter. If you want to take them up, then you'll lose. You'll go five grand to go to court if it's yeah. not enough to cover that. Like, what's the point? Um, and obviously, the content that's being leaked is sensitive. Yeah. So it's like the whole revenge porn law doesn't even cover it because that has to be an intimate sort of couple. So yes, yeah. No, so, so, like, so it's not done in a work capacity. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the laws here are awful, but also. Females in the industry are looked at like victims and they're trafficked and they're damaged and they're never looked to be just workers. They're looked to be, oh, you know, they're they're victims and mm. they're in it because, you know, there's none of this sort of, no, I'm in it because I want to be in it. So I'm yeah. going to be the first to be like, I'm in the porn industry because I want to be in it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I'm completely stable. I don't take drugs, don't drink, don't fucking, I'm a wee bit skew with like of ADHD, but other than that, I, completely so stable. We'll talk about this for a couple minutes before we wrap up, but, cause, so you were diagnosed with ADHD. Mm-hmm. And when was that? Last April. Oh, so it's relatively fresh. Mm-hmm. You said you went private? Mm-hmm. 
but what do you so what so uh, like uh, Sean and I are both convinced we've got ADHD and uh, after we talked about it in the podcast a couple of times the amount of messages I get from people going duh that's your ADHD like, yeah. and I'll be yeah. like oh sorry everyone knew before me fuck's <laughs> sake um, I was like one day Sean and I was all I'm convinced I have ADHD but I cannot be arse looking at it and he was Aye. like that's your that's <laughs> up. there you go then. there you go yeah um, what do you think getting a diagnosis did for you I got the diagnosis for other people to understand. It was never for me. I already knew. Like, mm. I, back in 2020, it was actually a TikTok of a girl talking about her autism. Mm. And I burst out crying and was like, oh my God, like, this is me. Like, Ticks I think I might be on, I might be neurodivergent, I might be in the spectrum. So I originally thought it was autism. Mm. But then, whenever I started to kind of delve into ADHD, I was like, fuck, no, it's definitely ADHD. But it's very closely similar. Yeah. Um, so whenever I went and got diagnosed, it was just fucking, you've ADHD and that was it. I know, because that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, then what happens? Is it maybe just like an understanding? And I'm now convinced that, every, well, I mean, everyone is in the spectrum of some sort. I think everyone See, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're either neurodivergent or you're not, because I know so many people that they've traits of it. Yeah. They've traits of being the spectrum. But maybe it's they temporary. Don't, yeah, and they don't struggle. Like, I would notice the people that are like, oh, you know, we're all in the spectrum and stuff. And it's like, you just don't, str- I struggle. Like, I am, I fucking, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Like, they're actually thinking of changing the name of ADHD because when you say ADHD, people think, oh, you're just hyper and you laugh Aye. and it's funny. And it's like, they're now thinking that's the most debilitating sort of disorder to deal with. It's yeah. life. What is the like, main. Like, what is the main trait of your ADHD? I forget everything. I forget everything. Yeah, like, I, I forget. I don't, I'm not... If I don't take caffeine, I'll be fucking crawling the walls. So uh, caffeine, they give you a stimulant to okay. calm you down, sorry. Um, so if I don't take caffeine during the day, like, I'll be fucking hyper. I'll be wired that night, and I'll be bouncing about, and I'll be really, like... It almost, like, kind of comes out like Tourette's as well. Like, I'll start mm. shouting random shit, and people will be like, what, and start making noises <laughs> and all. My, really? I live with my best mate, and she's like, ah, I'm just used to it now. I'm just used to it. She's yeah. like, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll just be standing and then, like, the most random shit. And I'll be like, where did that come from? Yeah. Mm. Like, where did that come from? Um, so, so, yeah, it's... I phoned my doctor about two months ago to inquire about me having it. Mm-hmm. And basically what they said was, right, we'll just add your name to the list of people who think they have it. Oh and that God. was it. And yeah. I was like, so what happens from here? And they go, leaflet. there's no, there's nothing over here. There's nothing in here, Northern especially Ireland for the North adults. That, yeah, so in the North, it was actually my... Um, the person I went to to get diagnosed, he was telling me that there is nothing here for adults in the NHS to get diagnosed. Mm. Literally nothing. Like, you go on a waiting list and you're left. You're left in the waiting list. Either you're on a waiting list until they someday might have somebody yeah, who works until somebody in comes in. So you're basically just better looking online and going, right, what way can I figure out how yep. to manage this? Or I think a lot of people send tend to go, right, okay, now that I know that I have it, what are my traits and how can I... Yes, so like I know, know that you my, have yeah, so I've, yeah, so I have triggers and I know now. So I took a lot of meltdowns before with the kids' sensory overload. Like I get uh, really... Sen- especially with noise. That's me. Um, um, yeah, like if, it, if there's too much noise, I'll be like, shut the fuck up. Like mm. I can't deal with this. And um, like I've put my foot, foot through whole... Or, put my foot through walls and stuff like mm. being really like really angry and it's not you know I grew up with this shame around it because I went to anger management and all whenever I was 15 like I just couldn't control uh, it that's I, not what it is this, it was yeah. never that it was ADHD mm. and it was just undiagnosed and now that I know that I give myself grace and yeah. I go you're starting to become really overstimulated go yeah. and chill out for five give yourself because I felt so guilty with the kids do you know what I read recently See on TikTok. I keep saying red. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> went to the, the library and all the <laughs> <reading it. laughs> And it was about when you know your triggers for things that are going to make you like yeah. pop, that you should look at those like an amber mm-hmm. light in your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you go right before this 
fucks up. Yeah, you know. I need to go and get this scene to, yeah. or else like take care with it. Yeah. So whether it's just like I just need to like, cancel a bit of work, or yeah. I need to like take myself off for an hour, yeah. have a nap, mm-hmm. whatever it is, yeah. like you take have care. To, you have to do it, and that for me was completely life changing mm. because I don't have meltdowns anymore. Mm. Like if I start to feel in any sort of way because I am so in tune with my body, I'll start to feel it and I'll just go right and take five and right. I'll leave. I'll literally leave and I'll be like, right. I think. I- we have placed ourselves like we had this conversation last night too because we were having an awful day yesterday and it was yeah. just like so much was going on today is like back to back with work mm-hmm. I've we've loads of things on today and I literally was like I am I'm, I'm my brain's about to explode yeah. and we we keep saying to ourselves right our kids are really wee when they're like in like four or five years time we'll have more space in our yes. brains to handle all yes. these things because they're so way that they're so the all consuming. Days are awful. They're hard. Yeah. They yeah. really are. But then sometimes, like I'll say shit like I just said five minutes ago, but like the amber light in the car and I don't do any of that. So it takes mm-hmm. time. It takes like my kids are eight and six. So I mean yeah. it took me years and I've been a single parent all those years. So like I never had anybody so it was fucking awful. Mm. Like one would be they're two under two. So yeah. one would be screaming, the other one would be going mad and you'd be like, no, like I've had so many meltdowns until I get diagnosed and then I went fuck this is what it is yeah. and then my family now understand it was more so for them mm. to go right when I'm having a day where yeah, you're I not angry you're... yeah like I'm not fucking acting mental I actually yeah. have ADHD and you just need to kind of step in and support me mm. um so that's kind of the big change yeah so yeah it's it if you know you know it's just about learning your own triggers. Like, I don't want any medi- medication. They asked mm. me, for me, did I want to be medicated? And I was like, no. I'll, just I'll, coffee. Yeah, just, just caffeine. Yeah. Just don't yeah, even take coffee. Mm. Don't even drink anything warm. Oh, like so a monster it's, it's, No, or it's like a... I supplement caffeine. So it's oh, like right. an actual scoop of caffeine that I take. Well, Jesus, that's mad. I, I know, know, but that then is. again... That's that is what, coffee, isn't it? That's, that's like my fucking... Uh, like ADHD thing has to be controlled. I know the exact. It's my routine. Like mm. I know exactly how much caffeine I'm getting, all down to the milligram. Right before we finish up, what's your favorite tattoo? Because you have loads. Is this uh, a tattoo? The red? Yeah, it's a tattoo. Class. What, I had what, a, what's the symbol? So what's it's the... a Viking rune of protection. Right. Uh, whenever I, I have a Instagram video of Megan and showing my daddy. He's from West Belfast. He was like, what the fuck's in your face? Yeah. That's not a tattoo like, you've got. You in the rat? Is that a rat, <laughs> <laughs> that a rat tattoo? Oh my God. Um, my favourite one's probably my neck. It was the worst. Is that the OCNI or what do you call it? Oh, no? Third eye. Third eye. I've yeah. got one there. I've got, I've got so many eyes on me for fuck's sake. I've got one there. <laughs> you never go missing. I know. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's If you need glasses, favorite. you're fucked. You only need about 100 pairs. Monocles here. Good night, Tess. You pull your top down. Um, is that that's a Buddhist thing is it no am I mad what's the OCNI so the Hamza hand so I have a Hamza hand here and it's um, got the eye on it is there eyes and my earrings probably no they're, they're witchy okay, pentagram yeah. Um, so yeah so the third eye is your chakra it's your chakra here and it's about seeing what's unseen yeah. not seeing in the physical realm seeing what we can't see so it's very spiritual yeah. very witchy uh, before we go when you wake up in the morning, obviously you're on OnlyFans and stuff. I imagine it's content every day, every other day. Like how, like we're. No, I'm really lazy with it. Are you? So we have to post like a couple of reels a day, don't yeah, we? Yeah, like I am really lazy with it. To be honest, I, I could do a lot more, um, but again, if I'm having an off day, I'm like, nope. But not what, what, yeah. what do you do? Like how how do you, do you sit down and like go right? What's the content? Like how so do, how do you create have, content? So I have a team of people around me. Okay. Um, it's literally my best mates. I love saying I've got a team of people. It's my best mates. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. Um, 
It's caramel. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about caramel before we started the podcast. Where she know. used to be like my personal yeah. assistant. Yeah. But it was just me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, I was actually too. have one. I love that. There was a time whenever I I would have really quiet period of work of him about seven years ago or something, and Sean was really busy doing like comedy, and I came down to my bed. all do you want? And I love admin shit. I all I'm oh. gonna sit down. For it. I live for I, I live oh, for organization. When I was a child, I loved stationery I fucking could have booked a sharpener I loved stationery that's rare anyway and I was on Sean I'll work for you like I'll yeah. do your admin I'll email people oh, I'll do that it. and I turned up at the kitchen table and what his suit fucking suit I put the suit on yeah. came down with a file and a laptop <laughs> on I was all ready to start work and I sat at the table in Sean's suit I love yeah. that um, but no, they'll come up with my content ideas because I'm so uncreative. Okay, so they'll good. come up with it and then they'll say to me and I'll be like, okay, and I'll go and do it. Some of the things I come up with myself, some of the really stupid shit, like all the bad fucking What's the stupidest thing? Okay, I was out in the snow, sure, running about the yeah, fucking right. snow, doing the fucking snow angels and mm. all like, that was all my idea. Yeah. Um, but like the shot tan was one of my, I call her my creative director. <laughs> she... Uh, that was her idea. So I took a shot at hand uh-huh. to be like, oh, I'm so tan. And then, like, all that sort of shit's theirs. But it's like, you do a lot of funny stuff on your Instagram. Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> so shit the, coming on the these podcasts. Do you know that? Because I'm the least funny person in the room and I'm like, I hate all you. I fucking know. We're friends. You're the funny one, is it? Yeah. And, and then, then I come here and you're like, bastard. Sorry, you're shit. <laughs> don't know. I don't know. Um, no, I have a really weird fucking sense of humor. Like, my favorite comedian was Lee Evans. Yeah. Like, class. Yeah. You'd yeah. probably enjoy Sean's comedy then if you enjoy. I know you're like different from Lee Evans, but like just you're the same sort of silly, just pull silly your ears stuff. Out a wee bit and then you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> get an operation. Here's Carm McCann's funny as fuck. Yes, hey, see whenever I seen their stuff, the Bomb Squad, I was crying. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they could see that sort of country sort of fucking shit. Ah, uh, yeah, Arn's got the Oma thing. You yeah. need to go to a live show, just anything. Go when to the Opera somewhere. Every Wednesday. Does everybody go? Do you go on Wednesdays as well? Well, I'm gigging tonight in the Empire. But there's um, every Wednesday and Thursday, every Tuesday. Who Empire, draws them? All of us. It's all a of mixture you. of Not every week. Yeah. Like, every yeah. week. But I mean, tonight in the Empire is me, Paddy McDonnell and Andrew Ryan. Who's on the average this week? Martin Angolo, William Thompson. No, no, no. Martin Angolo was, oh, last, was last week. week. Oh my Thompson. God. Everybody's it's obsessed with me and William going with each other. Oh, really? The, the messages and all I began being like, you and William be a really cute couple. Have you met William before? Yeah, I met yeah. him at Shane Todd's podcast. I met them all. Right, I was right. putting me OnlyFans tattoos and all on them. And Class. are you like, what the fuck are people saying? I'm like, <laughs> that's really rant. Why Why William? And they're like, he's, yeah. the, he's, the, he's the only single one, isn't he? <laughs> Probably, like, yeah. Most of the comedians are married. Him and Aaron Butler. Who? Aaron Butler. I don't know who that is. Oh, I cannot wait to clip that and send that to him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just, if you're not like one of my best friends, I don't look outside the fucking thing. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. He'd be fucking fuming. Yeah. He's, most po- he's on every single podcast every week, isn't he? Yeah. Right, we need to wrap up there. Yeah. Megan, it's been an absolute how, how, pleasure. How can people follow you? Where can people find you online? Well, I'm shadow banned at the minute, so you actually have to write in my full thing. It's under slash Megan on under slash M E G H A N. Why are you shadow banned? Fuck. What's putting that? Up, putting up all my sexy videos. They, would they make it hard for people like, to find you? Shadow band, oh, yeah. They shadow band, yeah. And yeah. they right. they keep saying my bio, so I have to keep deleting everything and then waiting for it to come back. And then Aye. I'll post something, and then they'll be like, "Nope." If you put up something <clears throat> offensive or whatever, so I put up a photo of me with a pellet gun. 
that was shadow banned straight away. So I'm now shadow banned and I can't go live and all for like 30 days. Aye. Fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> that is really fucking... Shit, whenever you're like, this is my job, bitches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine, being, imagine getting into the office as like an accountant and they shadow ban you. It's awful. You're not letting like, you the calculator. Is, yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> awful. Because your reels and all be flying and then the next minute you're shadow banned and you're no like, one's looking you're at getting them. no followers, you're getting, oh my God, it's awful. They're, they're, it's like an abusive relationship. It is. They know oh, what I, they're doing. I be on the phone to them all the time. Would I'm you? all ringing them and I'm like, get this Mark. <laughs> Let's talk about like this. Shaniqua, get this fucking sorted. No, Mitch. Mark Zuckerberg does no Instagram, doesn't he? Not? He does, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. oh, I thought you just meant you the, the, the Shaniqua. The meta team. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, can you uh, sort this fucking out for me? And they're like, oh. Um, Megan, thank you so much. It's thank been brilliant having you on. Bones. 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 City. And I you know how your hands are? And my hands are time. I always wanted to say that. Sorry, cut that out. I just fisted a porn star. Fair enough. That's all right. In front of your wife, I love it. You as well, you as well, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for watching. Yeah, and thanks so much. To meet thank the you. parents. Thank you for having me. me.